Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mobcast Radio, brought to you by the Mob Nation. My name is Maury Holt, and I'm the Vice President of Membership for the Mob Nation, and I am joined by my two fabulous co-hosts. I'll have them introduce themselves. Hello, I am Aria Lighty, and I am the CEO and founder of the Mob Nation, as well as a business mentor. And my name is Gwen. I am the COO of the Mob Nation, as well as being a business and marketing strategist. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about mob life. It is a term that we use within the mob. Um, it's, it's this really great shorthand. And I was trying to think of when we started using it or where it came from. Aria, do you remember where it came from? I think it just automatically, I mean, organically started like, like we would have something that would happen within our um, community or somebody that would like do something. And it was like, oh my gosh, that is just hashtag mob life right there. Like it just started being something that really was this all encompassing term of pretty much everything that we do within our community. Cause I think it means it has so many different definitions and it's used so like fluidly within our community, but I think it's, you know, one, just literally that mom owned business life, right? Like balancing all of the things, doing all of that. But I also think it's describes our culture, our community culture, and it's really unique. And somebody that is a part of that hashtag mob life would be the only ones that truly understand what, you know, it all means. But I think when I'm really thinking of the term mob life, it's this intentionally created community, this, you know, we have people come in and they're like, oh my God, the mob is so amazing. Like this didn't happen by accident. Like this has been intentionally curated for 10 years of looking into what mom-owned businesses need. It's something that we fiercely protect. It's something that we have worked really hard to, um, you know, maintain and bring to life. And I think mob life was also designed to disrupt, like disrupt networking in the way that it was done previously, disrupt the way that we create um, relationships in the way that we're more about collaboration and community over competition. We're disrupting like these old narratives of what it looks like to be a mom and have a business. We're disrupting the way that money is spent in our society and in our economy because we're like, hey, this stuff really isn't working. So whenever I think of mob life, like, yeah, it's a cute little term, but like when I'm like wearing my mob life beanie, the beanie, especially because that's when I feel the most like <laughs> gangster. <laughs> uh, yes. Gangster. Like that's when I'm in my like mm-hmm, hashtag mob life. Like it's, it is like a term that I have so much pride in because it's been, it means so many different things. And when I see that, yes, it's super cute, but it's also like the disruption and the intention that was put into building this movement like what makes this more than just a community and more than just a networking group like the mob life is the movement behind it that's it that's the episode (laughs) 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 I love that because it it is like you're saying it's so much more than the small things while the small things are in there like hashtag mob life is carrying an extra shirt because there's a likelihood that your toddler is going to throw yogurt at you or your baby's going to spit up over your shoulder um, and you're going to need to change out. But it's also this 
changing the way money is spent, like Mm -hmm. changing the way millions of dollars are flowing through um, the economy. That's also hashtag mob life. So I love that it's from the smallest thing to things that really impact the entire country up to impacting the world. You know, I love that. Because that small thing, that small idea of, oh, it's bringing that extra shirt. That is such a big thing though, because we're not, we're still showing up. We're still doing it, right? Like that didn't stop us. We could have made a bunch of different excuses on why we can't balance business and motherhood or, you know, a whole bunch of different reasons to wait or a whole bunch of different reasons that our society has kind of told us that we don't have space at this table. Um, So that's what mob life is. It might seem like a very small, you know, thing and we make a joke about it, but I mean, to anybody that's had to do that or, you know, has sat across from somebody that has spit up on their shirt during a, a meeting or a meetup, like, that's huge. That's a movement. And that's how we're, we're creating that, that change in there. And it's normalizing it too, right? Yeah. Normalizing that you can be a mom and a business owner and making that a normal part without having to hide. Like that was one of the things that always drew me to the mob at the beginning was, you know, you don't have to hide part of yourself. Like you don't have to hide that you're a mom if you're talking business things and you don't have to hide that you have a business if you're doing mom things, like we are whole complete people as we are without having to chop ourselves up into pieces. And the thought of like having to normalize it, it seems almost intuitive that mothers would be business owners. Mm-hmm. Think about like raising a human, right? Or, you know, and no, no guide, no manual, right? For how to do this, especially with this particular human, right? That no one has ever raised before because no one has ever raised your kid. You know what I mean? No one, no matter all the books that are out there, they don't apply specifically to your kid. And the same with the business that you're building, right? No one has ever started your business and walked your path. And so mothers have that experience of figuring it out right? Making it work and doing, doing those things that you have to do in motherhood without a manual, the same in business that you, you have to figure it out. You have to put it together. Um, We love talking to our mob members about what mob life means to them. Um, And I'm going to share a sentiment um, and part of a quote from one of our newer members, Susanna, Susanna is a coffee roaster and owner of Hilton Head Island Coffee Roasters. Shout out to uh, Susanna out there in South Carolina. Um, And her thought on mob life is working with consistency and discipline instead of force and intensity. Like, is that not a line or or what? Like, (laughs) like that's that's intense. Yeah. Consistency and discipline instead of force and intensity and um, using more curiosity rather than trying to have all the answers. Another thing with motherhood, right? Like that correlates. You have to be curious. Okay, let's figure this out instead of thinking you know it all. Using collaboration, community and contribution instead of competition. Um, that's, that's how you know she's our people. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. our people yeah that, that, that they get it and being creative and fostering an environment where creativity can flourish is the name of the game for me that's the name of the game for us 
Susanna, yeah. and she, I love how articulate she was in putting yeah. that together. Like, Copy paste on the website. <laughs> right? Like that was Add my that name was to the end of the quote. <laughs> I love that. Working smarter instead of harder. Yes. And I think that all of that just speaks on to that disruption, right? Like the ways that things have been modeled for business or who we think deserves a seat at the table or how we think it has to be done and being able to say like, no, we're going to do collaboration and community. We're going to lead with curiosity. We're going to be more into a space of like working together and building those relationships instead of having to, you know, be in that hustle mentality or do it all on your own um, mentality. So I, I love that spot on. Yes. And also not having to pretend like you have it all together at all times. And like you have all the answers. I think that's a huge piece too, because again, we're the way that our culture is set up. We're told that the only way to show up is if you have the perfect aesthetic and everything, not a hair out of place kind of vibe. And for being a mom and a business owner, that mob life, that does not happen without a lot of intentionality behind it. And so being able to let down your guard and just show up as you are and not pretend to have it together is really huge. And we have a couple of other quotes from, from members. And I know that this is one of the mobs um, favorite things about the mob is being able to show up as they are, you know, like Maury always says, when we're on the meetups, you know, sometimes you'll see, you know, a kid come into frame or you'll see a mom nursing, or you'll see, you know, a kid come into frame and the mom screen goes dark. And then the kid, and then they come back and the kid is gone, right? Like, because sometimes we have to step away to deal with real life, even in the midst of doing business things. So um, one of our artists, um, Michelle Johnson of MJ Design, and she designed our amazing Mob Life Cups, actually, that are over on the shop. If you want to go check those out, I love them so much. Um, She said the come come as you are aspect of the mob is is awesome. And um, Charity Joswick, the owner of Magic Relocation, one of our amazing mobs here in the Northwest, says that mob life means that she can be her authentic self and doesn't have to pretend to have it all together. And I think there is such an incredible peace and rest to being able to show up as you are and not have to pretend if you're having a rough day. You know, you can say like, I am having a rough day. And everybody's like, yep, we're moms. We get it. We get it. And that piece of just being able to be your authentic self is so incredibly important and so missing in our community and, and our culture in so many ways. Yeah. And it's a huge addition to the burden of whatever your hard day is mm-hmm. to also have to hide it. Yeah. To also have to pretend it didn't happen. Um, pretend you're not going through it. You know, that's, that's just additional weight. And I love that people can come to our community without that weight. And it's isolating too, right? Like, and moms already in our, in our culture are so isolated in, in little boxes where they don't have that community that they need and being able to not have to be that is so freeing. Um, And I think unless you've experienced it, unless you've really shown up in a community, that's like, we've got you, what do you need? We're here for you you know, on the good days and the bad days, if you haven't experienced that, it's hard to describe how incredibly freeing that is. I think this also speaks to, it's not just about having it all together, but like 
always having to wear a mask or show up in a way that you think is the way that you're supposed to show up instead of showing up in your authenticity. Like code switching is really exhausting to be like, okay, who do I have to be in order to be taken seriously in this room? Right. And, um, it's something that Maury's nodding her head up and out. Like it's something that we carry around with us all the time. It's like, okay, I got to be a little less Aria when I walk into this room so that people will take me seriously. I got to be a little, you know, more quote unquote professional so that the people in this room. So I think that is the other beautiful part is like the authenticity, like just being allowed to be who you are and to find your people. And, um, you know, I always say and show up to go up in the program, like that's the number one thing that people struggle with is the authenticity part. Like, well, they're so afraid to be themselves, but we can all find our people faster when we can all show up in that way and show up like all of the reasons that you tell yourself that you can't show up authentically are actually all of the reasons why you absolutely have to show up authentically because people are looking for that. People are looking for leaders and business owners that speak like you and talk the truth and, you know, admit that they don't have all of the answers and that are open to learning and show up in their full embodiment of who they are. And that's what I love the most about the mob is um, our members feeling that freedom to do that. That's the power of this community that like you said in the beginning, Aria, didn't happen on accident, was carefully curated. And um, even in the beginning, when I first came to working with the mob, the uh, concept of quality over quantity, like it's so important to maintain this special space and this special community that it's not okay for everyone. Because if someone isn't on board with the support that and acceptance that we offer, um, you know, it's not worth it to have them spoil the space for everyone. So when people are coming in and when I'm talking to new members, I'm going out of my way to reiterate and reiterate and reiterate, like, this is how we treat each other here. This is how we're, we're a safe space for the other mobs here. Um, and we support here, you know, we're, we're leaving the judgment, the, oh, her hair is crazy today. Oh, her shirt looks dirty. Oh, her house (laughs) looks a a little messy in the background. You know what I mean? We're, that's not, that's not what we do here. That's not what we do here because mob life is community. I think that was the biggest compliment I ever got was from leadership. Like after they went through the training, like I didn't realize how, you know, protective and how much thought goes into that. Like there's, you know, an hour long video about (laughs) our community standards and how to treat people and how to make people feel welcome and how to make people, you know, when we were having those in-person meetups, like how to be able to spot somebody that might be feeling uncomfortable or shy and how to make everybody just feel welcome, um, at the table. And so I, I think that's one of the things I'm most proud of, of our, um, of our movement. Those in-person meetups were years ago, right now at this point, it's been years. (laughs) Um, but it's maintained in the virtual space and that, um, we had a new member join just a couple weeks ago, right after their first interaction with, um, a mob meetup, a virtual mob meetup, and just for how welcome they felt Mm -hmm. and how embraced they felt 
And I just feel like that's the coolest thing to be a part of. Yeah. Lots of tears on the end of that <laughs> call. And if we're talking about the same person, our husband's like, we've never had this support. <laughs> yes. From the side, like not even in the frame, just on the side. <laughs> Yelling in the background. We ain't never been supported like this. Like spread the word. That's the testimonial. That we yes. And love it when they recognize it because sometimes our partners hear those complaints or those cries or those, you know, those heartbroken moments where you needed support and it wasn't there. Um, so, you know, that's that pillow talk, right? That our partners hear that no one else hears that we kind of act tough about and put on a, a, a mask for with everyone else. Well, I don't need any help. I'm independent. I can do this, you know? And then when you experience the, uh, support and the com- that true community feeling and that 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 person closest to you can recognize like hey hey this is different and this is great for you you know I love that we, we love a supportive partner okay we love it <laughs> we stand. no supportive partners love us <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. because we're with them right it's additional support your support team loves more support <laughs> Yes. I love it when mob partners are so supportive. Um, I know that we had one person say like their partner said that if events that they'd ever been a part of, the mob is the one that had brought the most business and their partner could not believe the impact. And I think that's one of the really cool things about mob life too, is the economy that we have created that micro economy of not only mob spending money with each other, but also referring outside of the mob community to keep that wheel flowing and to keep the money moving. And I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. I think we don't even call it a micro economy anymore. Like this is <laughs> what's the next level up macro. Is that the next one up? Cause yeah, I mean, we're talking about millions of dollars that we, in terms of what we've been able to track and what people have been able to tell us. Right. But we know that it goes so far beyond that because we do have partners and, you know, family members that will ask mobs, like, is there a mob for this? Is there a mob for that? And then they'll come and just love that, you know, somebody remembered to ask them about if there was a service or a product that they needed, you know, or I need to get client gifts. Who's the mob for, for that? Like, and we don't even really have a way right now of tracking all of that income, but I think it's, it's the mentality that makes up that hashtag mob life, like that decision to take a few extra seconds to really intentionally see where your money is being spent and, you know, contributing to the economy, investing in each other. And a really great example of that, like it was actually talked about, like it was hashtag mob life was one of our members was talking about how she needed to stock up on some liquor for an event that she was throwing. And she drove, an hour and a half to go to a mob liquor store instead of going to the store that was right down the street because she knew that, okay, well, I'm making a $300, $400 investment into this event. Like I want that to go directly into the pockets of a mom owned business rather than this big box retailer. Right. So that is part of that mob life movement is always thinking in that way and being really proud of, I love to talk about how much money (laughs) I put back into the mob economy, you know, and to be able to say like, I personally, and from the mob put six figures back into the hands of mom owned businesses in 2021, you know, like that is a mark of pride for us is to be like, I invest in this economy. I show up in this economy. I, I, you know, am making 
these small choices that end up to be that big world change. I love it. Yes, there is pride in that. A lot of, for me, I just bought a car, you know, it's one of my bigger purchases, right? Houses, cars. And I bought from a mob owned dealership, which, you know, I would have to pass probably 20 or 30 dealerships to get to it. It was pretty far. Yeah, it's a few (laughs) hours away, a few hour drive. But you know what? I got incredible service. Mm -hmm. Um, The car was delivered to me because it it was by another mob who understands my hashtag mob life. And, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to get to it at that time. And we'll make it work. And it's 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 a beautiful thing to be able to make those big purchases like that and know that you're putting that money back into our macro economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, I love to see those posts where it's like, you know, a bookstore and they made all of these shifts over to where now they're carrying more of our members products or, you know, somebody that is talking about how they went out of the way to go to a mob boutique to pick up another mob product because they wanted to, you know, buy it from there instead of waiting online. So they're like, I'll drive, <laughs> I'll go do it. I'll go support two mobs at the same time. And then also taking that extra step of taking the time to promote it, putting it on social media, like all of those pieces are the very, intentional curated pieces of this culture that are seemingly small, but it's what builds up this entire, you know, movement. Well, and I also think that us talking about it and not just us, like as in the three of us, but like the mob community talking about shifting the way that they buy then empowers other people who are not part of the mob economy to shop mobs, to shop other small businesses in their area, because We are in so many ways, we're so ingrained to, oh, I need something. I'm going to pull up the Amazon app. I'm going to order it and it will be here in two days and I don't have to think about it. Right. But that's not benefiting anybody in our, in your local community. That's not benefiting anybody that, you know, so making a change to shift from big box stores to really think about how we're spending our money, who we're spending it with and choosing to spend it with people who align with our values and the change that we want to see in the world. And by us talking about it, we empower other people to see that they can do it too, because it can feel really overwhelming, right? To like make all of these changes. But even like we talked about, like just change like one product that you buy every single month, switch it to a mob. And that makes a huge impact because that is putting money directly into the hands of a mom-owned business who will then turn around and put her money into the hands of a mom-owned businesses. And that's where the change happens. I'm friends with the somebody else that runs a networking group. And she's like, you've inspired me, but I'm actually a little bit embarrassed to say, like, I have a printer in my network and I have been ordering off of Vistaprint for all of our flyers, for all of our stuff. Like, it's not, it's just a shift in mindset. You know, it's like a lot of people, it seems so simple, but we really have to like, you know, open up our, our minds and see where we can make that kind of stuff. She's like, so you've inspired me. I've ordered it from my from the printer that's in my group. I'm like, yep, it's that. It really is that simple. But to know that now that ripple effect is going to be felt in her community and they're going to start changing the way that they, you know, shift dollars and redistribute the wealth is really awesome too. I love what we get to do. It's my favorite thing. Yes. 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 Because that money movement is a huge part of mob life. 
It is. Yeah. And it's what sets us apart and it's what blows people away the most. You know, we're talking about partners, like people that are on the outside of like, they've seen that traditional way of networking and competing with each other. They can't even believe that that is, you know, happening within there. They're like, how many, you got how many sales from that? Or, you know, they rallied around you for what, or you're in a store in a completely different state and you've never met this person and now they're going to carry your products like they can't even fathom that that is a part of this community all right you guys so as you're hearing this I know many of you that are listening to this episode um, are a part of our community some of you that are hearing it are thinking about becoming a part of our community so what does mob life mean to you Um, when you think about balancing motherhood and business ownership and uh, the different things that are needed to keep you afloat during that process, and not just afloat, but thriving and driving towards your goals. Um, what does it mean to you? What does mob, hashtag mob life mean to you? We'd love to hear your take on it. Um, if you want to start a conversation and let us know over in mob social or on Inadot as well, um, we'd love to just really vibe with you guys on different things that mob life represents in your life. Um, If you are not yet a member of the amazing community that we have been talking about, we invite you to take a deeper look. If you check the show notes, there is information around joining and you will see all the benefits that come with being a part of this awesome community. We would love to welcome you in. All right, you guys, till next time. Bye. Bye.